Okay, so hello and welcome to episode 27 of Films and Swearing. It's a movie podcast. I am your host, Stuart Zellan, and joining me across the internet... It's me. Andrew Walker. Is that a jinx? I'll take care. <laughs> You're there, I'm going to the next time I see you. Aw, no need. Okay, so tonight we are reviewing Joe... From director David Gordon Green, the man behind All the Real Girls, Pineapple Express, Prince Avalanche. It's a weird, it's like a mixture of uh, serious dramas and stoner comedies. (laughs) So, but before we get to that, what's new with you? Uh, I should really sit and do it before we podcast and think about it. Oh, wait a minute. Ah, sorry. Well. <laughs> After that domestic episode. Keep that in if you want. No. <laughs> wait, where were we? I won't be done. Aye. Apart from shout at your wife. Oh, well, why? Uh, just been watching shit. Started watching that fucking extant. I think that's what it's called. <laughs> okay. Teleprogram with Halle Berry in it. Alright. Basically gets shagged by aliens. And she's in space. Right. And steals it. Steals the bairn. <laughs> made her think that she didn't have the bairn at all and it was just from wrong with her brain but it turns out she was pregnant. It's one of the prime originals. Aye. Spoilers for those that have just started watching it. <laughs> Fucking the season's finished. I know, but it started maybe two months ago. I suppose. Anyway, I think you're the only person I know that has actually watched it, so I think we're fine. Uh, and I watched... Um, what's it called? Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Okay. First episode of the second series is on, so I watch that. Still as funny. So. Still as funny as the first. Right. Holds up. Right. All right. There's one I've not gone on to yet, but I'll get there. You bet. <laughs> I did watch Saturday Night Live though. Oh, I was pissed off. I, I, I fucking wa- I watched half it and then I put it back to the start and it didn't have the forward function. Right. So I just, it's, I, it's just a weird thing now that, even though I've been watching it for a couple of years and I've missed it maybe the last year or so, like the last season, but when it comes to this new season, I only know like two or three cast members now. I know. There's so many young faces I don't know from anything. Like, there's no Bill Hader, Kristen Wiig, Andy Samberg. Like, they're all gone. Hell, like, they've only got Keenan Thompson left, and I'm pretty sure he's leaving too. <laughs> okay, I'm not this. Did you notice that they've got, like, so many black people now? <laughs> I noticed so they've got the, the th- three black people. Oh, no, okay, four. And then there's a white, it's like a Hispanic. Guy as well. Mhm. 
Like and like they've they've changed up their uh, weekend update hosts. They've got they got rid of the woman. They brought in a guy like Michael Che. It's something to do with they two were writers at the same time, and they've got a good chemistry together. So mm-hmm. that kind of runs it. They decided to get that bit through the road. <laughs> but yeah, it was a, it was a decent opening. Uh, Chris Pratt being the host, and like I did like their uh, shot at Marvel, where they're basically highlighting that they'll make anything work. Like how Guardians of the Galaxy becomes the biggest box office hit of the year, made out of a uh, fairly unknown comic. That right, that's part of the drinking game. New every time your phone goes off during a podcast. <laughs> Fuck it, every yeah. time. Ah, you're still getting notifications. But I would just like when they're doing things like uh, next summer for Marvel, four people off a bus. And uh, like next year from Marvel, Pam. Then it's like Pam 2, Winter Pam. That's right. And then it was just like shopping carts. So for anyone that's not seen this, I'll have to like post the a link to the video, or this will make any sense at all. Oh. But it's a funny skit, just taking the piss out how Marvel could not fail on anything. Aye. So you got anything else? No, really. Right. You anything else? Um, no, I've not been up to too much. Like obviously, we've had a kind of busy weekend where it's been oh. children's oh. parties. Uh, Children's christenings, and all this time we've barely had five minutes to talk. Uh-huh. Even though we've spent most of the weekend in the same places. Yeah, no speaking. No time to talk about films. Fucking no. Fucking kids get in the road. Oh, it's a good time to start talking about that certain film right now. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, so tonight we are talking about Joe. From director David Gordon Green, based on the Larry Brown novel of the same title. The film stars Nicolas Cage as Joe. Ty Sheridan as Gary. Uh, Gary Poulter as Wade, a.k.a. G-Dog. Uh, Ronnie Glenn Blevins as Willie Russell. Adrian Mischler as Connie. And a whole bunch of other people. Uh, <laughs> that's what I into. Whole bunch of other locals. Right. right, so the plot behind Joe is it's set in a small town on Mississippi. Story focuses on the relationship between Joe Ransom, that's his second name, Ransom, oh, yeah. an aimless drunken gambler, and a 15 year old Gary Jones, the sole breadwinner in a family of travellers. Both are soon drawn into the web of violent tragedy. Where'd you get your fucking description for? <laughs> uh, I think it was Amazon. Oh, I got mine for fucking uh, IMDb. Tell me, tell me it. <laughs> oh. An ex-con who is the unlikeliest of role models meets a 15-year-old boy and is faced with the choice of redemption or ruin. 
<laughs> it started off good. It's like, wait, that one is better than mine. Then it stopped. This gives you no fucking idea what's happening. Aye, so, what did you think of Joe? Um, those bits are like, bits are a wee bit slow. Mm-hmm. Uh, overall, aye, it was alright. I didn't know like it. <laughs> it was alright. Uh, it was alright. Exactly, I, I kind of felt the same. It It's dark, uh, it's a dark drama with a fucking Nicolas Cage set in Mississippi. Uh, like, it's... Mississippi. Aye, well, you, you could tell, like, it ain't in the city, basically. Yeah? It ain't set in a city, anyway. No, no. Set in a small town where Nick Cage owns slaves and goes and chops down trees. That was my very first note. Nick Nick Cage has slaves. So, aye, we better mention that we will probably end up spoiling this. Although, it's the only real spoiler kicks off in maybe the last ten minutes. Like, the rest you kind of expect. I would do. There's best thing you did it. Okay, right. Well, we'll not go too in depth. Oh, you might just spoil shit. Sorry, my neighbours are having a domestic. I could hear one side of the street shouting at the other side of the street. Wee. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they arguing about the fucking the height of the tree. I reckon, but that fucking seems a lot closer to my door than I think. <laughs> you never know, they might they might end up on the podcast, who knows. Nice. Okay, so, um, tell me what you liked about Joe. Um, I liked how, what, the movie or the person? Either or. <laughs> what you got written? Well, I've got a lot of stuff in there. I like how Joe hates dogs. <laughs> Calling his dog an asshole. It's just one certain dog he hates. Ah, the dog at the whole house. Ah, uh, the whole house. Yeah. <laughs> the Mississippi whole house. I thought he was like a pimp. Well, as a killer. Ah, the fucking Mississippi whole house right next door to the fucking Pancake Palace. Uh. <laughs> Uh, what about you? Um, what yeah, I, I made a note about Joe's family. Like, he just seems to come from a family of burnt-out crackheads. Rednecks. <laughs> like, uh, we all know that he's he's got the dirty past, he's done something, he's, he's done his time, but... It's the fact that they're sitting trying to cut up an animal in the house and they're doing it all wrong. It seems like Joe is the only one that has sense about him left. And the whole fact that he does, he kind of has like a a wee group together that go out and like take out trees for, I guess, people who buy land. And like, he basically looks after a lot of black people. Aye. And it's weird, like... 
for this film, there's actually no racial tones to it whatsoever. Which was uh, which I which I didn't expect. Exactly, I expected just people just taking taking out on those guys, and I I expected one of them just to get killed for no good reason, and like sort of the thing to push Joe over the edge. I thought at least fucking Gary's dad would have been racist. Yes, aye, let, let's talk about Gary's dad. Wade, aye. aka G Dog, who is like this old popping and lo- locking drunk. Oh, <laughs> it's some mad skills, like. Aye, and like, this dude kind of steals the film in a weird, weird way. Aye. As in being like the most revolting fucking piece of shit dad figure on film and yes he's just like this burnt out old drunk who just lies at the side of the road and oh fucking knock ten night shades of shit out his son as soon as he could sniff money on him Uh, it was just just when the film started it's the only talking to him and he fucking cracks him you know you touch my sister again they just, oh, the fucking punch was so fucking... Aye. It. It was real, it was unbelievable. Yep, aye, that was some fucking method acting there. Like, didn't hold back, just fucking whack him. <laughs> well, I didn't understand it when he fucking ran up the hill hoover that kicked off the shit at him. Uh, that's it, like, these... That was maybe one of the little unanswered things of this movie. Or was that maybe the reason why they moved to the Joe's town or something? Could be. It looked like they were there already, but because it does like reveal that they were staying in like an abandoned house, a condemned house. But yeah, like the old man got his totties essentially after battering his lad, walked up the hill, and I thought this is fucking just Nick Cage at the top of the hill waiting for him. Right. But they go back into the past and catch up, kind of thing. Mm. What I thought was no how. Aye, because plenty of films do that nowadays, so. But it is just this weird little town, like, even where the local shop is just like a shit heap. Yeah. It's like they're buying their fucking shopping from some guy's garage. <laughs> like, he's, it's like a fucking car boot sale, but it's a shop. Oh. Like, just looking through all the crap to find actually food. And it is, like, you can tell this film, like, most of the cast is probably populated by the locals. Like, the old boy behind the counter, and... Uh, I reckon maybe some of the boys and Joe's, like, wrecking crew. I think, I think a lot of them, the ones that didn't speak were... Mm-hmm. All local. Aye. Even fucking Wade was local. Aye, have you read about him? Aye. Yeah, we'll save that a little bit for the trivia. Okay, I'll just play with it a bit. <laughs> yeah, I can. <laughs> we'll talk later. Yeah. Um, aye, what about the other like antagonist? Like, this fucking Scarface dude, Willie Russell. Fucking, he's like the worst, pussiest fucking bad guy ever. Yeah, aye, he's sort of like, like bad guy in sort of... Like look only like he, he is like the scarface because he's went for like a car window and 
And he doesn't give a fuck. Exactly. And he, he gets his ass kicked by everyone. Hey, I'm going to do Gary fuck Scarface up. Yep. <laughs> Fucking Joe fucks him up on a couple occasions. Right. Like, sure, like, he, he manages to shoot Joe at one point, but he fucking, like, just catches him in the shoulder. Can't even shoot him right. He's a mentor, though. Ah, that's all he says in front of his pals, <laughs> trying to look cool. He's like, you disrespect me, and there were ladies there. Ladies and gentlemen, huh? Yeah, exactly, don't they? Get them to look down on you now. But as it's, all these people are just trying to, like, push Joe's buttons. Because, yes, he's, it's like one of these stories where we all know he's going to end up back in jail if he steps out of line. And, but, yes, he's trying to, like, keep the kid, Gary, like, uh, on the straight and narrow, basically. He's giving him work, giving him money, sorting him out with his first car. He's a wee bit, like, easy-ozy with the driving lessons. Like, (laughs) we're friends, you could have a beer. Yeah. Now keep Don't your eyes peeled. <laughs> but <laughs> he even becomes like his acting coach towards the end of the film, where the like they've just found a a fucking graveyard of fucking speedboats. Oh, or ah, right. just all this fucking abandoned fishing boats. It's right, like you need to work out this face, where okay, show me your sad face. Right. Aye, it is. It's just like almost turned a documentary at that point where they just left the cameras rolling, and this was <laughs> this oh, was shit. fucking Nick getting in the cage, saying right, do sad face. Okay, happy face on top of sad face. Th- hold it, <laughs> hold it, and the fucking shot, like the looks of their faces, is like what the fuck? <laughs> this Nick Cage. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. It's like he was being asked to do fucking the Burning Man 2. No, Wicker Man. Like, Burning Man, is it a fucking... <laughs> they want to go fucking go to a fucking festival now. Yeah. But, it is, it's a weird... Well, no, it's not weird, it's just... Dark, and... Well, it's a drama, and it's on for an almost two hours. And that's the thing, like, it is a hard shift. Uh, there is bits where it kind of drags and there's no really fucking happening. Aye, and stuff that is happening, it's with, like, Gary's dad, it's with the worst folk, just continuing to be the worst folk. Uh, like, Gary's dad, uh, fucking Wade, like, befriends another homeless dude. Oh, wait! Oh. Aye. <laughs> and like oh Jesus Christ if you want just make me hate this guy even more and then he finds his son and beats the shell out of him for more money we go spite all this afterward yeah sure because this is not even out on like this is we're talking about this movie now and this isn't in stores until Monday oh so like this is the sort of deal where like okay if you see it in the pictures fair enough but like, let's, if we manage to convince someone to buy this, maybe for our Amazon link, like, yeah. we don't want to spoil the whole story for them. You can actually rent it right now, through Amazon Prime. There you go. <laughs> through our link. 
Uh, so, I like, it's just his dad being a total fucking dickhead. But it's to the sense where, like, he's... I'm thinking how authentic it is because that, that's what we heard. Like, he was just a local and, like, he just fit the part of a homeless... A uh, homeless bum and just sent to ruin families. Mm. <laughs> and it was, like, when he was battering his son, trying to say, like, you've got money. He's like, I've not got no money. He's like, you got food. How did you get food? <laughs> <laughs> and he was just going fucking heap shit. <laughs> oh, take a drink. Another drink. <laughs> Another. Oh, what the fuck's going on? Stop being so popular. Don't be wasted. <laughs> um, but one of the like the the parts of the film I did find quite, uh, like kind of got their comeuppance. Was when Nick Cage decided to give Wade a, like a lift, like he saw him walking along the side of the road, and he picks him up, and he basically, like Wade, kind of tears into him, saying, "You giving my boy money?" And he's like, "Yeah, of course I'm giving your boy money." He says he ain't got no money. Well, that's because he's smart. He's like he ain't fucking smart. <laughs> and he just fucking grabs him. He says, "If you do another thing again, he's like he's going to fucking knock your teeth out and." And it, that's when he's got his fucking, like, Nick Cage has got his fucking dog in the car as well. Uh, like, they should have just ended that man there and throw him in the bushes. <laughs> no one would have known. No. Exactly. They're just these wee moments where just Joe becomes Cage. Right. <laughs> or it becomes fucking Night uh, Rider. <laughs> A Ghost Rider. I just love it, like, I was really hoping he goes, like, what I describe as, like, full cage when he does that high-pitched voice thing. Like, the key example is, like, in Kick-Ass, when he's yeah. being uh, set on fire and he's shouting uh, instructions out to hit girl. Yeah. And I, I can't I was looking up the quote and I can't find it, but I'm pretty sure at one moment he just says something like, something like he says dynamite in a real high-pitched voice. Like switch to dynamite, <laughs> and and it's the same thing in like that second Ghost Rider movie, like when he kind of goes from that trans transformation from Johnny Blaze to Ghost Rider, and it's that weird CGI, his face switching from skull and eyes zooming in and out, and his voice goes what? Like he he goes into the cage essentially. <laughs> it's like. He he is just a wee fucking couple bit short of becoming like that Gary Busey character. Oh, like that boy's gone. Like he, he's that far in the cage, he kind of come back out. <laughs> Whereas like Nick Cage, like he's managed to do this movie, showing that he could still like do some Control. exactly some gritty real stuff rather than a uh, the fucking five pound action movie in Sainsbury's this week. Uh. <laughs> like, he's sort of teetering on that edge. I'm pretty sure some of his last credits was like, oh, really? It was like Hemming Cubie Gooden Jr. Oh, he's telling his team to go. Yeah, he's kind of getting that feel about him. But, yeah. Um, 
do you have any other points you want to get across on Joe? No, there's spine on it. Okay, right. Um, when it comes to dislikes, I only had really the one note. I just said, I hope they kill the dad. Like, all his excuses was, I ain't no drunk, I ain't got medicine. Like, it was just <laughs> all this shit that just built up. Like, that was my only problem with this film, but I guess that's the perfect, like, you're, you're meant to hate the guy. They're oh, doing right. their job right. Like, I could dislike it in a way that if you could sympathise with the dad, maybe, but... But no, I do, I do see that as a proper dislike. I just... Guy was a wee bit irritating. You need to get dealt with. So... fucked up. <laughs> by Nick Cage. Right, so, uh, you want to hop onto the trivia for this one? There's very little. I know that I think there's just one note. Tell me it. I think there's a bit of paper back together. Fucking these shit. Pour up my fucking notes. <laughs> Your son didn't want you to review Joe. No. No, Joe, Dad. No, Joe. <laughs> I've got, right. Gary Poulter. Yes. Played Wade. Mm-hmm. He's a real homeless man. <laughs> you made it sound like a trade. Oh, he's one of the homeless men. <laughs> Spends his night watching the streets. <laughs> <laughs> it's like something you'd fucking do in like, Game of Thrones. Joining the homeless men. Yeah. Protect the wall. The homesmen. <laughs> uh, what do they do up there? They fucking blow strangers for money. Anybody <laughs> wants to get money for? I like stop being up here, son. Here's a few bucks. Like, please, come on. <laughs> right. Oh, him. He was a real, a real homeless man. Yes. And he was given the part by the director. Mhm. Because he gave good head. Yeah. <laughs> good road head. <laughs> no, no. There's no head like toothless head. <laughs> toothless old drunk head. Yeah. Well, he died on the streets of Austin a few months after the film wrapped. Aye, like, I kind of thought, right, okay, he was a real homeless dude, got in the film, and then he's like, man, this is a fucking a ball he could run with. Maybe get himself a wee flat, get, like... Did he just go back to the streets and... He basically did his check, went to the fucking nearest off-license and got fucked up. Drunk himself to the fucking grave. Yep. Ah. Uh, that's a kind of wee bittersweet note about the film. Like, he's... Right, I guess he's authentic in a sense, like... Like, his character was a fucking dick in this movie. But, like... he. He's not some fucking actor from fucking Juilliard. He's no like classically trained like this. This dude's from the streets. Yeah. He's real, and like basically he oh. done it. He done his time on the film, which he probably thought was a documentary, and then just <laughs> went back to the streets afterwards. Do you think that that's really him? Exactly. They they never told him anything. Like that's why he kept coming in. He's like, "Where's my money?" 
Like, some fucking hot shot from America promised me money. Boy, he says you got my money. <laughs> oh, he speaks in a direct and this is good. Good speak to Gary. He's good at money. <laughs> you got food. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want food. I want drink. Money. <laughs> I was in a movie. I don't know when. Is this a movie? Please, I just want money. Uh, but, aye, so, it's weird. But I guess, like, it's just the way of the homeless men. <laughs> Those filthy homeless men. Fucking live by the road. <laughs> A man that died. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm gonna burn in hell. <laughs> uh, the homeless situation is so bad, and we love it. <laughs> it's all right. They don't have fucking iPhones. It's fine. They'll no find out about us. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, good podcast stations. I know, hopefully they kind of get fucking Stitcher on their homeless device. <laughs> I just imagine the cuts out of your side HMV guys get angry. Sitting with his wee wind up fucking radio. <laughs> <laughs> fucking bunny ear aerials. I think I could pick up iTunes. <laughs> You just like in some kind of pocket listening to the podcast. Aye. Uh, like, of all things you expect to find on a signal, is it, oh, fucking films and swearing. They <laughs> <laughs> said, what about Homer? I may as well fucking watch Movie Juice. Fucking Movie Juice. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You go and try and find the fucking body, fucking. Wade. <laughs> Their documentary of homeless people is like the gathering of the homeless men. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Anyway, you want to know some. what the internet thought of Joe? What did they think of Joe? Well, the internet movie database scored it 7 out of 10 based on 20,100 votes. I'd say that's not bad for us. Yeah. Right. What do you think about Rotten Tomatoes, though? You want to know if it's rotten, fresh? You want to wee clue? I think it'll be fresh, but just fresh. Right. I'm going to say... 63. You are wrong. Fuck you. <laughs> it is 86% fresh. With... 103 fresh reviews to 17 rotten. Fucking hell, that doesn't burn my Aye. And audience scored it... Wait, what was your original score there? <laughs> well, the audience scored it 68. Oh, that was close. Aye, so you're like, in line with the common men. Yeah. Let's <laughs> go see that on the Fucking thing, dude. Fucking pissed me off. <laughs> Min. I know, but it just it just 
emphasized it so like it it just made the podcast better. Let's just say that. Okay, I right, look at you taking that compliment. Is that I, I did make it better, didn't I? I'm the fucking show with this podcast. <laughs> I mean, I could hang up on you at any point. Fuck you. <laughs> anyway, a <laughs> uh, budget and box office. Right. It had budget of four million dollars. What do you think about the box office? How much did it make? Oh fuck. I would have obviously made that up. I'm gonna see it. Have we seen the cinema? Um yeah, well that's it. It's it's not kinda completed its run yet. Like I think it's basically came out everywhere. But it didn't reach like the UK until July and so that's it kinda finished its cinematic run, so we'll see twelve million. Andy, you're just so kind tonight. Have I? Aye. According to Box Office Mojo, it has pulled in $373,375. It's not even broke a million yet. Not even broke half a million. Fucking hell. That could be a day when Nick Cage is coughing, right? (laughs) I'm gonna drop his fucking body next to fucking Wade. Fucking put him beside G Dog. But I it has not included the foreign box office. Even though like it has been out in the UK and Aye. Well the Russians will fucking love it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm Totally going off track the now because my fucking right leg has fallen asleep and full on pins and needles have kicked in. Oh, you fucking retard. I need. I feel like I need to throw myself at my seat. Just do it. <laughs> oh, I hear that. <laughs> it's never gonna happen. Well, I hope your leg never fucking stops being pins and needles. Aye, right, so like the the fucking the box office takings. Isn't he complete yet for Joe? I mean, I think it's not even played in Kirkcaldy yet. I think that's happening this weekend. Like, eh? it, it might still tip the scales. It might make its money back after playing in Kirkcaldy. <laughs> still gonna make three and a half million for Kirkcaldy. <laughs> you never know, they might show it twice. Oh yeah, I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it up. The Hurricane Connie would have to go to that with fucking 25 times. <laughs> right, so. We're getting towards the end of our podcast here. Uh, yeah. So let, let us tell you a little bit more about the DVD release of Joe. Yeah. It is being released by uh, Cruising Film World on DVD and Blu ray on Monday, the 6th of October. And you can buy it from Amazon. More importantly, you can buy it through filmsandswearing.com. If you visit our website, click on the Amazon banner, then you could go and buy Joe, and um, something magical will happen. (laughs) Okay, like, the only magic is that you'll probably receive Joe through the post in the next three to five working days, but we get a little kickback. Yeah. We get a little kickback, don't we? 
We get some fucking moolah. We get to wet our beak a little. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dip your wet. <laughs> I can't even think of any more analogies. We get to get our dicks wet. You're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, if you do want to support the podcast, you can go to filmswearing.com and click on the Amazon banner. You don't need to buy Joe, but if you want to buy Joe, buy Joe for Amazon.com. Wait, yeah. no, that's America. Buy dear things as well. Exactly. Like you can buy whatever you want on Amazon through our website link. And you don't even need to think about the link. Like the address, just go to filmsandswearing.com, click on the banner, purchase that widescreen curved TV that you've always wanted. Hell, buy two. Or the simulation vagina. <laughs> simulation vagina? Alright. Look like a big rubber fanny. <laughs> What, have they, like, have they not got fucking, what is it, fleshlights? Aye. Fuck torch? There's fleshlights and then there's rubber fannies. Oh, it just sounds so much hairier. They are. Oh. <laughs> just how you look It just makes me think of East is East. Remember the end yeah. of that movie? No, because I've never seen it. Oh my god, okay. And it was like so, someone's art project, and it was just basically was just a rubber fanny, and just fucking full bush, and it would it would just something that he crafted uh, out of like rubber and all things like that. But uh, he runs in a, like the living room trips, and the the rubber fanny falls it and lands on the grand's lap. <laughs> My fucking mum and dad pissed themselves laughing at that. <laughs> Fucking funniest film for the nineties that was. We're laughing at sex things, but I can't laugh because I think I can't laugh. I'm so, I'm just gonna walk out the room. You're so embarrassed, Dad. <laughs> Dad, you're not supposed to kin about those hangs. Fucking old, you do laugh at the hangs anyway. <laughs> it was that, but fucking even more recently, uh, my dad was down for the week. And I just found him sitting pissing himself laughing at Trailer Park Boys. Aye. Uh, he was just fucking going off his nut. He was <laughs> laughing at fucking Leahy and like that boy's pissed. <laughs> it was like him sitting doing watching fucking Still Game. Aye. He was sitting wondering how I got ahead of it. It's like, that's it's just on Netflix. So you download this stuff. He's like, no, it's just on Netflix. Oh, aye. He's like, I'm going to have to put it. Game, but the Canadian version. <laughs> Aye, instead of a fucking tenement block, it's a trailer park. Aye. Mm. <laughs> anyway, right, let's wrap this up. Um, if you want to find us socially, go to filmsandswearing.com. Links to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Stitcher Radio, iTunes are all on our website. You can find it on the menu on the left-hand side of the screen. And if you want to suggest a film to us, uh, hit the suggest a movie button, pop in your name, email address, and what film you want us to review, and that gets yeah. sent off to us. And Bad. other than that, let's see what shows we've got coming up. Uh, episode 28 is Andrew's suggestion. Bronson. Yeah. <laughs> that was to help you recover from 
fucking Blues Brothers. Eh? That was your suggestion to recover from the Blues Brothers. I'd get all fucking greased up and ready to fight. <laughs> Aye, there's going to be some fucking quotes for that episode. And following that, I think we, we might have one other movie before we'll hop into our uh, Halloween uh, triple bill. Three weeks of Halloween movies, but yeah, we'll say we'll we'll tease that for now. We we'll, could we'll talk about that a little bit more in the Bronson yeah. episode. Just put the tip in a wee bit. <laughs> Just a tip. So that's us. I have been your host for this evening. I'm Stuart Sullen. Joining me across the internet has been. The homeless men. Aye, the fucking head of the homeless men. The yeah. chief header. I am the king of the homeless. The fucking guy with no teeth. Like, on the side of the road. Keeping fucking truck drivers warm. Oh, they're crotches at least. <laughs> Making it like a fucking... Oh, no, I can't say that shit. <laughs> anyway. Alright, that's it. Uh, fuck off and tune in next week. You can't handle the truth. No, Jack. You can't handle the truth. See, the truth is that All Things Film offers the best value in free movie podcasts on the internet. That's right, free, as in it costs you nothing. Daily Grindhouse, films and swearing, a movie podcast. It was only a pound. La La Film, Maths, Movie Side UK, Podcast on Fire, and of course, Film Exploitation, the All Things Film podcast. All free and all available online on iTunes, on the podcast app, on Stitcher, on TuneIn Radio, direct, or from www.allthingsfilm.co.uk. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. See, as far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a podcaster. All Things Film, the premium film movie podcast feed on the net. Oh, we never talked about the spoilers. I know. All right, let's talk now. Um, now. Right, let's go. Aye, so that fucking dude did get his fucking head caved in by fucking homeless Wade. Yeah. And that was it, oh, like. The bottle of cheap wine. I know. He never drank wine at all in this film. Like he could have got there, and noticed there was wine, and said, "Ah, fuck it, I'll just wander in another direction." But I was like, "No, I've walked this far." Hey, is this a, a fucking blunt instrument on the ground? Uh, what luck! So. I think he did kill something. Oh, aye, that like that could be it. Like, like <laughs> that was his audition for the film. Uh, like, the film dub killing that black guy. Aye, like you gotta put me in this movie. Like, give me a cameraman in half an hour. Oh. And just watch the footage, like. We've got our film. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Nick Cage is the cameraman. Side on the blunt instrument. Uh, he picked it and gave it to him. Oh, I was just going back to fucking... What was the other Nick Cage film about snuff films? 8mm? 8mm, no, really. Aye. <laughs> it's all clued in. It's all tied together. But what did you think about the end? Like, it kind of went down the typical movie trope of, like, my life's ruined, but I may as well right some wrongs on my way out. Uh, 
Like, it was sort of like the film, like, Gran Torino. Like, the same sort of ending there where it's like, I'm fucked, I've got cancer. Hmm, I wonder, actually, I'll go screw over all these guys that are just terrorising my neighbours. Yeah. Like, it was sort of, like, that ending, but I couldn't imagine it going any other way. Like, of course Nick Cage was going to die. Obviously. Mm-hmm. But one bit I did find a little strange is that I'm pretty sure he shot Wade in the face. And it didn't happen. Like, when he turns around and shoots Wade, and he jumps. He doesn't shoot Wade. He fires a shot at him. And then he fires another one and realises the gun's empty. Oh, that was because he, when he stumbled and he shot the metal worker, what we see. Mm-hmm. Alright. Right. See, when I watched it, I thought that was him, like, just putting a shot in Wade. No. And then Wade just like shook it off, turned around, and jumped off the bridge. It's like what? <laughs> like fucking homeless Iron Man. Like he just takes a bullet. What was it? He said there was it like. Ah, oh, it was. What you do? What you up to, friend, or something like that? And then he just fucking let off. Aye. Like see you later, friend. Aye. Rules of the road. But aye, like. I love how he fucking dealt with fucking Scarface easily. He's like, what you gotta do? You gotta shoot me! And just shoot some square in the face without even looking. I just summed up. Aye. It's like, no one cares about you! You're the fucking weakest bad guy ever. Fucking. Comes with a fucking gun, start blasting away. Aye, because that was it. When you thought Wade's character couldn't get any worse, he starts like prostituting his daughter in the back of Joe's van. Yeah, he's the worst of them. Mhm. And that's how it felt like it tied into the beginning, where like uh, Gary was telling him, "Like, don't lay another hand on my sister," type of thing. Mm. But. I guess that's just like the whole story of the fact that this is the sister don't talk. And he's like, right, so obviously Wade's gotten drunk one night and just basically uh, threw one up his door. Um, so aye, not nice. No, not worth talking about that. <laughs> you should like, hopefully when he jumped off that bridge, it was just like nothing underneath it. Like, sure, it probably would have been water, but if I went back to the beginning of the movie where it was just chips and maybe a railroad line. Yeah. If it just jumped and fucking <laughs> shattered. Best thing is, it would have been good if it didn't die. Right away, anyway. Mm-hmm. Or if you just, like, put a fucking... If Joe managed to put a collar on Wade, then just let his dog out. Ah. Uh. Like the fucking bitch tear into him. That was one bit I was shocked about. Aye, and... They fucking murder the other dog. Yeah, aye, the fucking... How do you get rid of the fucking crazy dog at the whole house? <laughs> you fucking bring your dog to the party and... Your fucking muscly motherfucking dog. Aye, then you go have extremely angry head. 
It's like, hey dear, what's your favorite color? Red. Blow me. <laughs> That's what I meant. I just wrote fucking like 30 second fucking blowjob. What the fuck? I know, it's like he knew he was going back to prison. So he's like, right, I'm going to go a quick bucket list. Right, I'm just going to fucking fire one off into her mouth. Kill that fucking dog. Find Gary's dad, scare the shit out of him. <laughs> Fucking make Scarface piss himself and go back to prison. You got any other notes? I just got how ripped Nick Cage was. I thought he was pretty ripped for for the usual. Yeah, oh, I guess he's got time on his hands. Yeah. Don't do much nowadays. Beastly monster pick. Well, maybe that's it. They don't do drug tests on movie sets. Sylvester <laughs> <laughs> Stallone, I'll agree with that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but yeah, um, I think that's it. I don't have any other spoilers I want to talk about for Joe. What about you? Lighter makes the hookers excited. Oh, that's just another one of his fucking life lessons for Gary. He's like, here, this fucking brass lighter fucking gets the panties wet. Like, see, that's money. They hear money. Like, he's just setting that boy up for a fucking life of letdowns. Like, sure, Joe's got his own little hooker in the house, but... Which we've never really discussed, but she's hardly a character in the film. Like, sure, she gets a little fucking monologue at the end where she just hopes Joe would take her out for a meal one night, get dressed up off in nice, get a little bit pretty woman going on, get him to open the door for her. Fuck it, I'll just leave. That was yeah. awfully... Get... She moved in there because she was getting, like, fucked to be her dad or something. Like, quite a lot of fuck in this film. It's like everybody gets shouted. Like, it's not a good fucking advertisement for, like, Mississippi. No. Nope. <laughs> Wait, Mississippi and get raped by your dad. Visit the South! <laughs> Everybody's legal. Mm. Don't go near anyone's dad. <laughs> not even your own. <laughs> you don't want to take your dad to Mississippi? Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> or you'll leave with a sore arsehole. <laughs> Don't want to get into that southern moonshine. Oh. Oh, shit. No, you're fucking moon will be shining. Oh. Right. Fucking beat red. Right. Anyway, right. I think that's us. Let's call it a night. I think so. Yep. Again, thanks for staying with us this long. You might have spoiled Joe for yourself. If not, Fuck off and tune in next week. Right, fuck off. Fuck off. Let's just end it here. And now have editing to do. Streams. Stupid old bastard me. Okay. <laughs>